Welcome to another episode of Making Sense of Money, a podcast dedicated to making financial concepts easier to understand. I'm Nikki, and today Andrew and I are going to be discussing how to get your credit reports for free. And I'm Andrea, as Nikki mentioned. I know we've talked a lot about credit in the past on different episodes, but I'm really excited just to focus a little bit on annualcreditreport.com. Not freecreditreport.com, annualcreditreport.com, because this is the very valuable tool that not enough people seem to know about. I definitely agree. It seems like not enough people know about it. So let's dive right in. Andrea, can you explain to our listeners what annualcreditreport.com is and why it's so crucial for them to have in their financial tool belt? Absolutely. So annualcreditreport.com is a website that provides free access to credit reports from the three main credit bureaus, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. These are also called credit reporting agencies or credit bureaus, whatever you might hear them referred to as. And those are the, the three main bureaus in the United States. So this website allows consumers to review their credit information, check for accuracy, and spot any potential errors or identity theft issues. And even though it is a .com, it is a federally mandated website. I definitely think that is something to highlight because .com to me is a little like, yeah, is this legit instead of .gov? So <laughs> I'm, glad we, I'm glad you clarified that. So this tool is very valuable, especially since many forms of identity theft can't be traced without looking at your credit reports. You may have some sort of identity theft, but you would never know it until you pull this report. And one thing that I want to highlight, it's very important to remember that credit reports and credit scores are different. Your free credit report will not contain your scores. And there are hundreds of different scores for each person. You can learn more about credit scores from episode 51, where we did a deep dive on that topic. So now let's talk about the law that made this free credit report possible. The Fair and Accurate Credit Transactions Act, aka FACTA. FACTA was enacted in 2003, and it brought significant changes to the Fair Credit Reporting Act. One of its key provisions was mandating that consumers should have access to their credit reports for free once every 12 months through annualcreditreport.com. This law empowers individuals to take control of their financial health. So side note, I think it's kind of wild that um, people didn't have access to their credit reports from these bureaus that started like in the early 1900s some, in some cases until 2003. I know when you think about it now, because it's talked about more, you identity theft in general is talked about more and fraud and things like that, that to not have access to be able to check it on your own seems foreign to me at this point. Like it's wild, but at least we have that, that 20 year old law now at this point allows us to access our credit reports for free. So as with everything we've discussed over the past couple of years, COVID has influenced the accessibility of credit reports through annualcreditreport.com. Because 
of some of the major data breaches during this time when the number of people filing for unemployment skyrocketed in 2020, for example, all three of the bureaus, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion decided to allow consumers weekly access to their credit reports for free. So this continues to be available weekly, not just yearly, through December 31st of 2023, according to Experian's website. So before we get into how you actually access this, Andrew, can you maybe give a brief explainer on the type of information that's on your credit report? That's a great, great question, Nikki. So obviously you're going to have your name. You're going to have possibly your employer or employers. If you've had multiple, it has a lot of information related to public information that's available about you, your addresses. It will have all of your loan information, credit card information, anywhere you've borrowed money. It will also have a list of inquiries about your credit. So we've talked about soft credit pulls and hard credit pulls or soft inquiries and hard inquiries. So those will be listed in your credit report. So for example, soft inquiries are things like pre-approvals. You get credit card pre-approvals in the mail and they send them to you. Any time your credit is pulled for that, it's going to be listed on your credit report. However, a lender may only pull a credit report from one of the three bureaus. So the information is going to possibly be different between the three bureaus, which is why it's good to look at all of them. Sometimes people will stagger that the pulls, but in general, the things you want to check for for accuracy is make sure your name is accurate, make sure your information related to places you've lived, addresses is accurate your employers is accurate, whether or not your payments for both revolving credit or installment credit, like auto loans is a type of installment credit, revolving credit would be credit cards. All that information is accurate. You can also challenge information that is inaccurate on that particular report. Obviously you put like a little inquiry on the report online, but then you'll probably have to submit documentation to prove that that is inaccurate, or you'll have to reach out to whatever creditor said you made a late payment and when maybe you didn't and say, hey, this is inaccurate. This is also why it's so important, which we'll talk a little bit more about to use to identify any sort of identity theft. Because if you look at your credit report and you're like, that's not me, that's not my address. I didn't buy this car, <laughs> right? That can show you what is following you. And you, then you could take the necessary steps to correct that. And for anyone that thinks it's wild that someone could buy a car or a house or whatever with my credit or lack of credit, I've literally had very young consumers talk about how people have bought houses with their names. Unfortunately, it doesn't surprise me anymore because as bad actors start to get better at their craft, it means we have to get better at staying on top of things. Yeah. It's just a common myth that people think, oh, I don't have any assets. I don't have any money. Nobody's going to steal from me. Nothing bad can happen. I'm not going to be a victim of identity theft when it does happen. It literally happens to young people all the time. 
All right. So if you want to get started pulling your credit reports, you can visit annualcreditreport.com and follow the straightforward instructions. You'll need to provide some personal information like your name, date of birth, social security number, and address. After verifying your identity, you can choose which credit reporting agencies report to access first, Experian, TransUnion, or Equifax. I want to highlight that, as Andrea said, you are going to want to check all three just to make sure that all three have the same information. After December 31st of this year, 2023, there are different strategies that you can use to pull those reports because you can only get one every 12 months from each one of those bureaus. So what some people do is every four months, they'll pull a different one to check for accuracy and kind of look to see if there's different movement over the year. Some people will pull them all at once and do a comparison, but there are different strategies that you can use. And that's important to remember, especially after the December 31st deadline of this year, when you can no longer access them each week. And I just want to highlight something that Andrea said, because this was something that I didn't really know about until recently that you can just pulling a report off of annualcreditreport.com. You don't get that one time a year. You get it one time a year for each of the bureaus. Mm -hmm. So as Andrea said, you could stagger them if you want. So that way you're actually doing it three times a year. It's a little bit harder to compare that way, but depending what you're doing and your journey on your credit, everybody's different. So it may be more important for you to check it multiple times. And once this weekly thing goes away, that's going to be the only way that you could do it for free. And there are tools that you can use, like people mentioned third-party tools, and some financial institutions are also making credit reports available, like as part of your credit card statement or online banking. So those are other methods that have not historically been available and is not guaranteed by any legislation. We're mainly just talk about what you're guaranteed through legislation, but there might be other tools that you can use. The important thing to consider when you're looking at those other tools is if it is a third-party tool that's not like through a bank or an existing financial institution that you have a relationship with, how are they making money? Are they selling your information? Are they using bank level security in order to provide that service to you? Because it does require personal information to be transported electronically. So those are some things to consider. It's also important to consider if they are also providing a score with that service. Is that score representative just for you? Like, is it just sold to consumers or is it going to be similar to what a vendor will see uh, or a lender will see when you go to get insurance or when you go to buy a car? Because there's usually a difference between the different types of scores if that's going to be part of the service that you're looking at. I just also want to highlight real quick that the credit report is a good tool as well if, let's say, you are checking your credit score through a bank or whatever it might be. And all of a sudden your credit just tanked. Like your score went down 50 points. 
the score is not going to tell you exactly why, but your credit report, that's where if you pull your credit report, you could look and see, okay, did, did I miss a pay, like several payments? Have I accidentally not been paying a bill for a year? Have I, or has someone stolen my identity and none of these charges are related to me? So that is where credit scores and credit reports can work together a little bit, but just keep in mind that they're separate, but that's how they can kind of help each other out. Yeah. And I think if you do see a drop on your score by that much, it might also be related to your credit utilization, which can vary every single day, right? Depending on how you make payments on your debt. Another useful tool for these credit reports would be, for example, my husband was part of that whole unemployment um, scam that happened in the middle of COVID. He got notified. It was a whole thing. So he was able to look at his credit report right away because sometimes now days you are notified of a data breach, whether it's at work or at home or something. And then you can go on right away then and check to make sure, okay, yes, something happened in this data breach, but it still hasn't affected this part yet. But then you know to keep a closer eye on it because you know that part of your data was stolen somewhere along the line. But you're probably thinking, all right, but what happens if I find something that's wrong? What what am I supposed to do? So if you find an error, don't worry, don't panic. It actually happens more than you might think. So the first step is to dispute the error directly with the credit reporting agency responsible for the report. So if you see it on a TransUnion report, you're gonna contact TransUnion. You can do this online or by mail, and you should include any supporting documents that backs up your dispute. Then the agency will investigate the matter and correct the error if it's found to be inaccurate. We've kind of gone over the pros of using annualcreditreport.com. Hopefully you remember that. We're going to put it in the show notes, annualcreditreport.com. The reason that I said at the beginning of this episode, not freecreditreport.com, because freecreditreport.com has historically charged a service fee. So it's not actually free. That's why you want to use annualcreditreport.com. That kind of wraps up our information about credit reports and annualcreditreport.com. So thank you, Andrea, for answering these important questions. And thank you, listeners, for joining us on this episode of Making Sense of Money. And thank you, Nikki, for your valuable insights as well on this very important topic. So to our listeners, please stay informed, review your credit reports regularly, and take control of your financial future. Very wise words, as always, from Andrea. So until next time... Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share Making Sense of Money on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.